Episode 3, what is up? Welcome back to the Problematic Parlay Podcast with myself, Josh Monsma, Victor Hernandez. We're just going to get straight into a recap of last weekend. On my end, I went 4-5 and five overall with my picks. College football, I went 2-2. Two and two. UFC, I was 0-2. And NFL, I was 2-1. and one. Um, Yeah, I just need to beat beat the mediocrity, man. Like... I'm just sitting average. I need to get up, um, get up and get even and get some profits. You know what I'm saying? Got to make some money if I want to keep doing this stuff. Um, so yeah, in short, I just got to stay away from UFC. I think I love the sport too much. So I just bet with my heart instead of my head. So it's hard to bet on sometimes too. So I'm going to stay away from that. Um, NFL, I did all right. Two and one. It was an alright weekend, good learning experience, and sometimes I just need to learn. If I don't want to make a bet, I don't have to. Man, I'm probably the opposite. I was way worse. Actually, I'm not the opposite. I just did worse than you. So, um, Yeah, I start off with the college spreads. I had a parlay with plus 20 spreads, all the college games that offered it. Um, the one team that did bust it was the Georgia Tech game. That kind of just that they were off one and a half. They about had that cover. It was at twenty three and a half, and they were one and a half short of covering. So that kind of busted that up. Otherwise, it would have hit. Um. Yeah, just a lot of other little parlays too within that college game. You know, I had the Iowa State under, which hit, and then Iowa under, which all of a sudden. Iowa has an offense, and I don't care what Kirk has to say about his, oh, we prep this every week, blah, 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 all that bullshit. No, dude, you guys suck, so humble yourself that you did what get this big a win because I'm pretty sure Purdue's going to come in here with this another upset win and just like they did last year too. So I hate Iowa again. You know, they just seem to turn up in the middle of the season for no random ass reason. And then talking about teams, though, I don't think Ohio should be in the top four. They haven't played a team ranked this year. TCU has. Um, Ohio State played Penn State this last weekend, and that was the first team they had that was ranked. So how would a team that only played one team all season long be ranked in the college rankings at the top four like it just does not make any sense what do you got to say about that though um i think they belong there they're undefeated they beat everyone they beat um penn state by double digits penn state's a tough team yeah but tcu has played teams they're undefeated they're like behind alabama alabama's six or whatever six and one I think the Big 12 isn't the caliber of football that Big 10 is. That's just facts. Yeah, I think Ohio State belongs there. They always will. I th- Let's be honest. Don't you think the college football rankings or playoff rankings or whatever are picked off like reputation sometimes? Like Ohio State's always been there. They're always good. You know, why not put them in? We'll see. If Ohio State is legit at the end of the season, in a couple weeks when they play Michigan at home. Yeah, that'll be a good game. Um, But, yeah, no, I'm just kind of upset about all that. I mean, 
I don't know. I just kind of don't like how all these, like you say, these teams with the reputation and all that throughout the years, it doesn't matter what they did in the past. Quit living the Nebraska life and talking about your one, your one glorious season. It's this year. It's present. So it should be off of what's going on now. So I think, I don't know. I just don't like how they're number two right now. And then I think there should be at least five, in my opinion. But anyways, um, yeah. So with that being said, um, I also did have other little parlays too. I had the uh, the overs in the TCU game, Notre Dame, um, Florida game, and the Kentucky Tennessee. The Kentucky Tennessee one busted that one up too. I mean, they decided to quit playing football in the fourth quarter and just not score anymore. So, I mean, it didn't help that Kentucky didn't score besides them six points, which kind of really hurt too. But you know, it is what it is. So I, I'm going to say I was probably, I think I went like one in like five for my college this weekend. But we'll see if we can bounce back this week with the stacked schedule or stacked games like one in three, I think, going off. Tennessee and uh, Georgia. That'll be a good game. In my opinion, I think Tennessee should take that loss just because then they don't have to play Alabama again in the SEC championship. They, you wouldn't want to risk that because then loser of that probably won't make the playoffs. So I don't know. I think if I was the Tennessee coach, I would try to play, cover the spread for all of us betters. But um, no, I think you should take that loss and then you know fall out of the top four. But then when Georgia comes back and beats Alabama, then Alabama for sure won't be able to make it with the two loss. So that's just kind of what I think about that. So I don't know what you got going on this weekend. So I think I'm going to ride with the spread, the te- the Tennessee spread. And then, um, yeah, that th- I think that's my only play for now. A college, I haven't really dug into it. Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished? No, the problematic parlay last week. I still got to review that. I had a seven-legger. Six legs hit except for the Raiders, so don't bet on the Raiders. But follow my parlays if they're going to be that close. We'll get a big one hitting. My bias bet was the Broncos. They got the dub heading into the bye week. Excited. You know, we made a big trade. Got rid of Brad Chubb. Got a running back. I think it was a great trade. But, yeah, so so I'm 1-1 one one overall on bias bet. How about you, Vic? Um, You know, I really didn't count them up, but Tampa Bay lost on Thursday night, so – uh, and they did lose again the week before that, too. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, I did have the Patriots in there last week. So, I'd say I'm 1-2. So, yeah, I think I'm 1-2 for my bias picks. So, All right, now we can get to college football. Zach was staying there. Sorry for the disorganization. It happens to the best of us. It's been a long week at work for both of us whatnot. Um, Yeah, so I just got three picks. A um, little conservative action here. Um, but I got Duke to cover. This is a Friday night game at Boston College. They're plus 10.5 or plus 10 underdog. I think Duke can cover on the road. I think they'll get it done. They'll keep the game close. They may lose. But if they cover, it's a dub for everybody that bets on them. So. And another sneaky team, Arizona State. They had the whole thing with Herm Edwards where – 
they like reportedly like leaked their own information, tried to get him fired. They ended up firing him. They had a big win against uh was Washington earlier in the season. I had Washington. I messed up some of my bets. So we're gonna go with Arizona State to cover at plus ten and a half. And actually not working tomorrow because I'm headed down to Manhattan, Kansas to watch the K State Texas game. I'll be there tomorrow. I'll be there all weekend. So you know we're going with the Kansas State Wildcats. They blew up Oklahoma State last week, and I had Oklahoma State. They completely messed up my day of betting college football, but it happens. You know we rebound. So now we're going in the right way. We're going Kansas State to cover plus two and a half at home. Roll Wildcats. They're thirteen. I think it's just disrespectful to be an underdog when you're at home. You're number 13, and Texas is unranked. I think Kansas State is legit, and they're going to show us on Saturday, and I'll be there to let you guys know live from Manhattan, Kansas. All right, um, let's talk a little bit about soccer since it's World Cup month. Um, I'm a shout-out Zach right here. You know, he's kind of a goofball, been betting. And, um, yeah, today we uh, he hit me up. He's like, I got a bet we can do, and he told me, and I said, all right, I'll just do 47 bucks on this single bet win. Um, it, they were a plus 115. Um, I took them, and they ended up winning, which won me 100 bucks. so got to shout them out for that win right there. So I'm going to say I'm doing so so far so good this week with the soccer, you know, 1-0. and um, But, no, let's, let's, let's do a little bit of a friendly challenge, you know, me and you, you know, since I'm a Mexican, I'll probably root for Mexico this World Cup, and you're American, obviously, so you'll probably root for USA, you know, and USA's kind of uh, been kicking Mexico's ass as of lately, so let's go, let's, let's, let me make my own odds for this, let's go Mexico to have a better turnout this uh, World Cup, and by that I mean they have to at least qualify out of the group stage. So um, they're both in good conference or good good groups. You know, you got Wales and England that will probably stop you guys. That Those will be your two tough ones. I would imagine you guys could beat Iran. And then Argentina and then uh, Poland would be the ones that would stop Mexico from making it to the World World Cup. So, so yeah, um, let's see which one of those two countries makes it out of their group play and makes it to the round of 16. Um, let's just have a little friendly, a $10 friendly bet. Um, you know, if neither of them make it, then whoever has the better, more, most points, I guess, since it's soccer, so whoever has the most points. And I'm going to have to have Mexico as an underdog because, you know, USA has been beating them. So 10 bucks each if you're down for that bet. I think, honestly, out of North America, those aren't even the best teams. Um, this, I told you Canada made the – yeah, bro. Canada's legit. They're a good team. I know we've been off topic all episode, but sorry for about that. But anyway, keeps it interesting. So yeah, World Cups is starting what at the end of the month, I think. Um, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. You know, it's cool to see soccer play during the winter. It's gonna add some excitement, you know, to the sports season. Something we're not used to. It's usually a summer thing. So it's in a, it's in Qatar this year. It'll be a Star-studded, action-packed soccer, you know. Like, I'm not a huge soccer fan, but, like, the World Cup, I feel like, just brings almost everybody together. Like, 
Yeah, and Vic just checked that Canada did win the CONCACAF Gold Cup qualifying for North America, so I was right. Vic's wrong. Nothing new around here. But, um, yeah, I'm really, I'll am i probably do some betting on soccer, some safe bets maybe. But, yeah, it'll be fun to watch some soccer this uh, winter here. So, yeah, so I think we could jump some boxing. Vic wants to talk some boxing. Okay, yeah, another combat sport. Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, so, yeah, I watched that Jake fight, not Saturday, but I watched it this week. Um, I don't know. I'm not a judge or anything, but I think that fight could have ended in a tie. Just kind of looking at – we'll just watch some of the highlights and then watched most of the rounds up to the eighth because obviously – Jake Paul won the eighth round. Um, I don't know. I think, like, it just wasn't really that much to give him a solid win. But that's just me being critique of him because, you know, he's calling himself a professional boxer. But I don't know. I think Anderson Silva, for a 50-year-old, was, you know, hanging in there and just delivering them blows too. But I, I in my opinion, I think this one could have ended in a tie. But... At the same time, I think Jake Paul did win, but, you know, I'm not a, obviously I'm not a boxing ref or judge, and, um, but, yeah, and then also I did have a, a bet on this. I had Jake Paul winning in points, so that did win me money, so kind of happy with that, so, yeah, but what do you think about that fight? If you've seen it or heard about it or what you do, or what do you think? So I think you got to look at this from an unbiased perspective. But it's just difficult with a guy like Jake Paul because you either love him or hate him. But if you look at it from a boxing match, Jake Paul won the fight of his power punches. And I didn't even try to score the fight because I don't know really how to score boxing. But I do know one official rule is a knockdown subtracts a point. So that's how that would deter from a tie. Any of that knockdown in the eighth. But, yeah, I think Jake Paul's, you know, for what he is, he's legit. You know, he doesn't fight real boxers, I guess you could say. But, I mean, Silva's no easy test. You know, he he is 47 years old, but Jake Paul won the fight. Wasn't the prettiest fight, but he did what he had to do. I mean, and to knock somebody down in the eighth round when you've been – clearly Jake Paul's cardio was not that great. Like, he was gassed to the max. And he landed that power punch that put Anderson Silva and got a knockdown. So, I, you know, I had Jake Paul winning like five rounds out of three, I think. I think it was round three and a couple other ones were pretty definitive for Silva. But, yeah, Jake Paul did what he had to do, get the decision. It wasn't the best fight to watch. But, yeah, I think Jake Paul, you know, it was a legit win. And you'll either love him or hate him. I think he's a decent boxer and he's probably here to stay. So, yeah, I picked Jake Paul to win, so I was right on that one too. So, both dubs for me and Vic. All right, let's get into that NFL now. Um, so I'm gonna do a little review because I forgot about it. But so right off the bat, you know, we got the Cowboys. I told you guys to get that negative nine and a half spread. They obviously covered that. The Packers also covered their spread, and the Patriots won. So making Bill Belichick the winningest coach in the NFL, um, all time. Um, 
So I don't know if you were watching the Sunday night game, the Packers and Bills, but I don't know if anybody else caught this, but I don't know who the other guy was commentating with Colin, but he said something along the lines of, I, I'm pretty sure everyone at home watching is pretty happy that this game is at 10 points right now. You know, I feel like maybe he kind of had money on that game too. I just thought it was funny listening. That's just, I caught that when he said that it was like, so yeah, it was, I thought it was just funny just how them commentators are kind of hip with all the betting and whatnot and up to it. And then they're kind of reporting it as live. So that was, that was kind of something funny to listen to. And then, um, a parlay. I did have a parlay, a touchdown parlay that, uh, that hit was, um, a 3,400 parlay. And, um, I got a 150 off of it, off five dollars. So that's it's probably my only big parlay of the week this week that hit. Um, I was short a couple players of scoring on my other one. Justin Jefferson kind of busted a lot of my parlays. He uh didn't have a touchdown, and then also Adam uh Devonte Adams didn't score and didn't get 70 yards, which I needed on one parlay that was 7800, and that would have won me the uh, 780 dollars off my 10 dollar bet, but. You know, it is what it is. We grow from that. And then also, side note, just because I send parlays doesn't mean you can pick them out and just do single bets. You know what I mean? So if you want to just do, if I have a parlay with six picks on there, they might go five for six. You put five bucks or ten bucks on each of them, you could win like 80 bucks. You know, Rome's not built in a day. So, you know, people could just, you know, if you don't like parlays, pick them. Start picking the picks you like and then just do single bets on them you'll probably get nine out of ten so i don't know maybe try that this week or something if i post a parlay or something and then you you like it but you think maybe one might bust maybe just do it all as single bet and do 10 bucks see how much money you went off of that yeah i just want to add on top of that i think there's a great point by vic there you know obviously problematic parlays we all love them it's like our dirty little secret. Everyone loves parlays, you know. Words out, they really don't make a whole bunch of money, but if, when they do, it's fun. And it's just fun to get all the little odds together and do different things. But the money's made on straight bets, you know. So if you, like you said, if you could take like two or three straight bets out of a seven-leg parlay and they all hit, there's profit, man. It's not, it's not the it's not the prettiest thing to do or the most entertaining, but it's fun. So. You get into my NFL NFL picks. I got four. I think these are solid picks. I got the Bears at plus five. I think the Bears, you know, they're kind of an up-and-down team. And they're at home. I think Justin Fields, he's going to be running. And Miami defense is good, but I think he's going to be running the ball and put some points on the board. You know, they all shocked us uh, two weeks ago against uh, – the Patriots, but I think Chicago, man, I think they're a great team, but they can surprise you, and I think they surprise everyone this Sunday. I'd take the Bears at plus four and a half at home. I think there's some value in another pick. I did it last week. I'm doubling down on them again. We got Vikings on the road against the Washington Commanders. Commanders are another sneaky team. They can show up to play or they can lay an egg. And I think the Vikings are going to go in there, have a nice win, win by double digits. But I'm going Vikings money line. 
You know, so they're only a minus three favorite. So you could always take them to cover two. I'm going Vikings money line on the road. I think they keep it rolling. And they move to seven and one. And then I got the Cardinals versus the Seahawks. These are two teams that are capable of scoring points. As we saw the Seahawks, they're putting up points. Geno Smith, he chose not to write back. He's proven everybody wrong this year. They're putting points on the board. Both these teams have susceptible defenses over at 49.5. I think it's a great pick. I think they both put up 25-plus. I'd say Seahawks 38, Cardinals 31. That game's going over. And then you get the Jets versus the Buffalo Bills. This is a very interesting matchup because you see the Buffalo Bills. You know, they look unstoppable at times. But, like, last week, the Packers aren't playing very well. And the Bills didn't really put them away. Didn't really put them away. So I'm going with the Jets at plus 11.5 to cover. I think they play a close game. I think Buffalo wins the game, but. I'm going with Jets plus 11.5 because I feel like they'll play them close, they'll play them close, but then Zach Wilson will struggle, so they won't win, but I think they cover it plus 11.5. So that's about all my uh, NFL picks for the week. I think we're going to go into bias bet. Um, Yeah, so Denver's not playing this week. I was playing Purdue. I don't like that matchup. Like I said, I'll be in Manhattan, Kansas. Cheering on the K-State Wildcats at home. Be a primetime game, 6 o'clock. I'll go Wildcats money line. Double down. That's my bias bet of the week. K-State money line. I think they get it done. I think they're overlooking them Wildcats. Victor's got his bias bet of the week. I think I'm going to take the Patriots money line against the Colts this week. Um, Yeah, that'll be my bias pick of the week. And then. I also do have a little bit of picks here. Um, we got three divisional games this week. Uh, last week, the divisional games didn't hit because or the parlay with the divisional games last week didn't hit because the Tennessee game didn't go over, obviously. So that was the only one that didn't hit. So, again, like I said, that was four or five. You bet 10 bucks on each of them. You could have won 50 bucks or not 50, my bad, 40 bucks last week just off of 10 bucks. And then, obviously, you would have lost 10 on the fifth one. But anyways, this week we got three divisional games. We got the Packers and Lions, Jets and Bills, and Seahawks and Cardinals. And like I said, just subtract that negative three and a half from the over they offer now. And then you should be able to get a plus three seventy five. You know, ten dollars will get you thirty seven bucks. So and like I said, three three of them, you know, three for three could happen. Or, you know, two for three could happen. So maybe just take them at singles bet too. So we'll see what happens there. And then I also got one more parlay for this week for football or NFL. It's going to be a little bit of a mix of college in there, actually. I'm going to have the Georgia Bulldogs money line, Patriots money line, Baltimore Ravens money line, the Seahawks spread, and then the Bills-Jets game over. So that right there will get you at a, a 1080, uh, plus 1080. So, you know, 10 bucks there will get you 100 bucks. So. Let's see what happens this week, and best of luck to everybody. And my problematic parlay of the week, I got a six-legger because a seven-legger didn't work. Like I said, I missed it by one last week. 
I got over 49.5 of the Chargers at the Falcons. I think they both put up some points. And I got Patriots money line. Second leg. Third leg, I'm going with the Bills. Like I said, Bills money line. Fourth leg, I got the Packers at the Detroit Lions. You know, I think the Packers, this is a must-win game for them. You know, this is decides their season. I think they go on the road. They play a Detroit team that hasn't had much success in late years, and I think Green Bay gets a win in Detroit. For the fifth leg of the parlay, I'm going Los Angeles Rams at Tampa Bay. The plus 130. I think the Rams get it done looking to bounce back, and I just think Tom Brady just keeps losing it, man. Pray for Tom. And then final leg, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Minus 700 against the Titans. I think they get it done at home in prime time. But, yeah, there's a six-leg parlay at 1,158 odds. I think you can win some good money on that. Throw five, ten bucks on it. Win 100. Take your lady or whoever out to dinner. Have a good night. Have a good night with that money you win from that parlay. So, yeah, I think that wraps, wraps up episode three for us. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Let us know what we can change or what suggestions we can make. Or, yeah, just let us know. We're open to everything. Follow us on Instagram at Problematic Parlays. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Josh Monsma. I'm Victor Hernandez. Have a good, fun, safe weekend and make some money.